0: Hi guys, um, it's Colton here, and I am here to ask you, do you not have time for books like a regular human being? Are you busy? Um, are You just you just don't want to sit down and read? Join the club, man. Go to audibletrial.com slash and 15 Check out some free audiobooks. You get a 30-day free trial. Verbally read books. I've been listening to books like crazy. I'm smarter. I'm better than you, and I'm um, just a overall better person audibletrial.com slash live from the 815 for a free 30 day trial. You are welcome. Yep, 41. There's no way I can think That's of it. A- called Tiger's Going to Win the Masters. <laughs> Alright, we just won't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell wore number 41? One of these times Jeez. we'll actually know an athlete <laughs> off the uh, top of our head. Uh, Jackie since 42. Oh baby. I know that
1: one. Good night. We are going to witness
0: the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Live
2: from
0: the 815.
2: Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the
0: to Welcome to episode 42 Live in the 815 podcast. It's Colton, it's Jake, and we have a great show for you. Jake, it is the 42nd episode, which means it is the obviously Move On episode. Yes, I can't think of we else. Know we're all thinking,
1: you know, I can't wait for that Move On episode, number 42. First yeah. thing to come to your mind?
0: I can't think of oh. anybody else in sport history. Oh, actually,. Maybe one person. Jamie McMurray was, was 42 in, in NASCAR.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, what sport did he play? But, yeah, no, I knew that.
0: Yeah, 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 Jamie McMurray. Um, and that's it. And no, uh, you know what? No, I, Jackie Robinson was 42. Was he?
1: Yeah, I guess. He, he was pretty good. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that closer for the Yankees was number 42.
0: Dillon Batances?
1: Uh, Aroldis Chapman. No. Mariano
0: Rivera. Re-
1: Re- Mariano Rivera, that's it. Yes. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's Mo Vaughn Day. So.
0: Ja- Jamie McMurray. It's, it's, it's both those two. Those are the two most iconic yeah. 42s. I mean, no know.
1: one's allowed to wear number 42 in baseball ever again because of Mo Vaughn.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. He exactly. was the first black player to ever play no. in Minnesota.
0: <laughs> <No>. In Minnesota. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyway, the, it is the Jackie Robinson episode. We have no guests, no other change plans. But guys, let me tell you something. Plans are, mm-hmm. plans are a-brewin', alright? Yeah, things are, uh, things are getting spicy on our end. You guys yeah. should get excited. We get, we get on a really big hot streak. We get some MLB players, former Chicago Bears, uh, Baseball Hall of Famer, and then we just go ice cold, right? We don't get anybody. Yes. We have some professional football players getting lined up. Um, we have some big Chicago personalities coming up. Professional basketball players? Professional basketball players, and actually... Who may be viral? We might have a third member of the team joining the group. He's a pussy-ass little bitch, and he was sick tonight, so... so, Sick, quotation marks, air quotes. And not like he dropped some dope rhymes. Sick as in uh, the flu. As in um, being a pussy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Colton had, like, at least six or seven flu game-like podcasts. So, oh, yes. I don't really...
0: I have a terrible immune system, and <laughs> I am also a huge bitch when it comes about being sick, and I still come out here, and I have my Jordan flu game six or seven times in a few months. So <laughs> 42 episodes. 42 episodes. I think 40 of them, I was sick.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, you're like, you embodied a flu
0: game. Exactly, so... But we do have a third member coming on soon. He's going to join us in the, up, in the coming weeks if his body will let him, if he quits being a little bitch boy, um outstandingly soft fuck, some call him. Yeah, but, so we'll be getting three
1: voices of reason, you know, just three dudes talking about sports instead of two. So you guys, you're getting 33% more...
0: More content, Wow, that, right? was, that was very quick math. We're really smart, very good at math here. Makes sense. But we will dive into some sports, yeah. because you guys honestly, it's not even like this is a sports podcast, that's just what me and Jake like to talk about. How about that?
1: Yeah, it's just whatever comes up, and right now, what I want to talk about is how fucking bad the Bucks are. I hate the Milwaukee Bucks, dude. It is so hard to be a fan of them. We get blown out by the Celtics in Game 2, 120-106 which we were supposed to win this series. We are clearly the more talented team. We're just getting out-coached, out-played, out-everything.
0: Yeah, you can just stop right there at uh, out-coached. It's probably a, the second or third best coach in basketball against probably the worst coach in basketball.
1: Yeah, but it's also on two specific players who have also shit the bed, and you can't blame the coaches for Eric Bledsoe being terrible again. In the first game, he had nine points and six turnovers, in this game he has 12 points on 5 of 13 shooting with just one turnover but he was terrible terrible all game and the guy he was guarding the Celtics point guard Rogier goes off again scary scores Terry. 20 scary Terry Rogier scored 23 on him it's pathetic and then Jabari Parker Mr. max contract Jabari Parker played 10 minutes tonight went 0 for 2 from the field and every single time zero points. And every single time he was on the floor, Brad Stevens just, just shouted to throw it to the big men and go after Jabari, and they would score at will. He was terrible. He is not good. Um, he's really he's losing millions of dollars in these playoff series so far. Which Jabari Parker for the Bucks. I guess so. If you want him on the team, it's just
0: I don't know if I want him on the team. He's really bad. I <laughs> really missed if i want Jabari Parker on this team he is just i mean honestly it's so when you have a weakness like jabari does he has several right now but he's like still coming off like a second or third major injury since he's been like 19 years old it doesn't t- it, you can't just come back like it's like it's the easiest thing in the world i think if we sign him next year he will be full speed without any uh, major injuries and i will take that jabari in the future just like yeah. an, and and not just, like, bail on him just because he had two bad games.
1: Well, he's had a bad month, and he's been talking to the media about He's just been pissing me off a lot lately. He keeps talking to the media about his contract when this is not a time. If someone asks you about your contract right now, you say, I'm focused on winning these games because yeah, we need to win some basketball. Say, ask
0: me here. in two or three weeks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know why he's talking to the media about it. Um, He's been just terrible for – he really – disappointed at the end of the season, too. Every game, Giannis missed, like, I don't know, three or four games near the end of the year, and you expect, oh, Giannis is out, Jabari will drop 20, you know, 25 points. Didn't happen. He was, he hasn't found it again, so I'm worried about him. And he also can't guard any position, because if he's on a big man, he's too small, and he's never going to be fast enough to guard a small forward. So, I don't know what his plan, how he's ever going to be an average... NBA defender.
0: Well, all like all I'm saying is that if this series drops his uh, actual dollar value, then the Bucks better uh, take advantage of it because the Bucks are not going to sign a talent as good as uh, Jabari Parker from, from free agency. So they either have to get yeah. they either have to get lucky enough to draft one, or they just have to settle with uh, Jabari. And they could sign and trade him too, which which would be very nice. I would not mind mm-hmm. that at all. Um, I wouldn't
1: mind trading, uh, like, everybody. I mean, uh, one bright spot is Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon has been amazing. He went 5 for 7 from the field, 10 points, 3 rebounds. He was, uh, he's clearly our third best player out there behind Giannis and Chris Middleton. Like, we need to keep Brogdon happy, keep him here, and build around Giannis, Middleton, and Brogdon and figure out the rest. Get some big men who aren't soft as baby shit. Yes. It's, we, I, I think it was 20 or 22
0: second-chance points tonight off of offensive rebounds. We, like, the Bucks might be the worst rebounding team in the history of the sport of basketball. Yeah, and that pisses me off watching basketball more than any other thing. You can miss shots. you can it, like, Turnovers piss me
1: off, but nothing pisses me off more than offensive rebound after offensive rebound after offensive rebound. It's so embarrassing. Like, Jesus Christ, guys. We You're look like third-graders out there.
0: Here's the thing: keep that core that you that you said. Keep Jabari, get a coach that teaches defense. And if this team becomes a defensive and rebounding oriented team, with how yeah. with how lanky, like everyone's so lanky and so young and so athletic, I know. and they're so I know. it should good work. work. It's There's,
1: just not working.
0: But we haven't had a coach that is known for like coaching defense. Prunty obviously is not a good head coach. He's being no, he's known as a, a really good assistant coach. He was like under Pop forever. But give yes. us a head coach that comes in, and I mean, I'm not a huge basketball expert, but this, I don't know any like defensive head coaches, but somebody who like will kick this team's ass. Come in and be like, you guys are like somebody who has like a Kobe Bryant mentality who is like, quit fucking around. You guys are fucking here to like tear shit up. You are young, you're athletic, you're everything that teams want to build, and yet yeah. you are a seven seed. Like, you I would
1: are- love to get a center who can be a leader in the, in the, Clubhouse. If we can find a veteran presence at center, and then a defensive coach. Uh, one name I, I like is uh, uh, the guy from the Grizzlies. Uh, what's his name? David Fisdale. He, he still doesn't have a job. He was on the Grizzlies when they were good. They were they were always defensive teams that were just scrappy. Let's go. And okay. I think that you would give me perfect. that.
0: You give yes. You, because here's the thing. Jordan didn't. Um, some some people might remember him. Michael Jordan. He was a basketball player. Um, not oh the, that's. So he's. I thought you were talking about George Peel, the no, director. No, the actor who became a basketball player. Mm. He was in that documentary Space Jam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played basketball, great. and he was a drive. He was like a a Russell Westbrook type guy, just very. He was super, super athletic, very good defensively, and he would drive a lot. And eventually, he, like in the second half of his career, I think after his his first retirement, after he, uh, after he hung out with his pals over. In uh, Looney Land, he developed a jump shot, and that is what Giannis will do in the future. So all like all you gotta do it's is. Like LeBron. F- LeBron did the same exact thing. Yeah, LeBron couldn't make threes for like 13 years of his career. Now, like,
1: he's, now over the last three years, he's been firing threes like crazy. Yeah, yeah Giannis, Giannis, will get that shot. And exactly, he'll get it, it takes better.
0: time because he's like aw- just the uh, the like mathematics behind his shot for like how tall and lanky he is, it's different. So it takes yeah. time.
1: He has. B- we should need him to get better, though. He dropped thirty-nine rebounds, eight assists tonight with four missed shots. He missed four shots all night. Like that should be enough to beat a Celtics team whose best player is Al Horford. Like, oh my god, it is brutal to watch. I mean, it is it's brutal.
0: I give this sixty-five to seventy percent coaching. Oh yeah,
1: easily. I just I think we're gonna get a huge coaching shakeup at the end of the year, and that's thank God. But um, you know, I'm just not convinced that we're gonna be great next year because this year I was coming in, I was like, no, we're gonna be really good. We have a lot of talent, and it just hasn't worked.
0: Shit, yeah. I was just saying three seed easily, this and that, and all the other things. Um, But we just gotta wait for the uh, the right coach to come along. And just teach this team how to play fucking defense. That's that's literally it. That's that's all we gotta do.
1: Yeah, we our defense is a joke. We, all, we and shoot threes. If we could shoot threes a
0: little bit instead of long contested two pointers, that would be cool. But like, yeah, I don't know. There's all right. So what do you what do you have for the rest of the series for the Bucks? I end?
1: say we win one game at home because you know it's it's the last few games at the Bradley Center. I mean, maybe we, I, the series isn't over. I'd put it at eighty-five percent over, but uh, the Bucks the Bucks will steal one at home and then uh, they'll close it out. I'm saying Celtics in five right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, if the Bucks push it to to two two, I think they will come back and win it. But if it's three to one, they're going to lose in five. Oh, yeah. If it's 2-2, I think we'll, yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, look, looking around the uh, rest of the NBA, Raptors are up 2-0 currently during this recording. The Pelicans are up um, 79-70, to so that would, a win there would give them 2-0, correct? Uh,
1: yes. Anthony Davis has been destroying. Uh, the so Raptors right. were actually winning by 25 at one point, and they got within five points, I think, uh, early in the fourth quarter. So uh that was bad but they ended up pulling away.
0: The Raptors are such mental midgets. They were talking about game 1 and game 2 were both considered game 7s in their minds. Like dude, you are yeah. you are the 1 seed and you're playing an 8 seed and you have two home games. Calm <laughs> the fuck down and they're and they're treating it like it's do or die.
1: Well, I mean, they won their, their 2-0 and for the first time in franchise history in the round one of the playoffs. So
2: well, they had
1: to, and I, I get that, that you know, you can't have that mentality. Hopefully in the second round, because they, they're going to blow by the Wizards. The Wizards are a joke. Um, so I just think they're going to have a lot of trouble in round two.
0: Um, tomorrow's games or today, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, if the you're Cav- listening to this when it's posted. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Cavs are down 0-1. They're playing game two against the Pacers. Thunder are up 1-0. They're playing at home against the Jazz, and the Rockets are 1-up, playing at home against the T-Wolves. Jake, thoughts on those games?
1: Oh, um, I'm going to talk – first game I'll talk about let, – let's talk about the Timberwolves-Rockets because that's a fun series. Okay. And we'll leave LeBron for later. <laughs> um, LeBron james Le- the, the Rockets fought with the Timberwolves. Like it, it was a good game. The whole the whole game was great, but it was brutal to watch because Carl Anthony Towns was literally being ignored the entire game.
0: Okay, so I'm a huge Tibbs guy, and Tibbs should get fired. By the way, he he runs that offense. No, Carl it, Anthony Towns uh, yes. is a top eight player, if not top five player in the NBA. And he gets he's like the gang back
1: together. He's trying to get Derek Rose's championship, Derrick baby. Derrick
0: Rose and Andrew Wiggins are leading the team in shots, and it blows my mind. Like, how the hell do you have those two leading the fucking team in shots? Carl Anthony Towns has games where he... he, he like, he'll go, like, 36-12-12 on, like, seven shots.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's just so fucking good. Yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous. I think Tibbs is an overrated coach. I think... I, I like him on the Bucks honestly, because he can play some defense, but... Um, how he's coaching with Derrick Rose taking, like, 25 shots is just mind-numbing to me.
0: Uh, but the Rockets
1: should be a little worried because they struggled in Game 1 without Carl Anthony Towns yep. playing, basically. They'll be
0: fine. They'll be fine. Dude, they are so good.
1: It's a 1-8 series, and this is a good 1-8, though. You know, this is not—they're not, not going to walk all over the T-Wolves. I mean, maybe if they blow them out in Game 2, it, the Timberwolves will lose all their hope. But, I mean, they fought hard in the first one, so that's going to be a fun series. The whole
0: playoffs is actually really, really well, like, really good, like, a matchup. Like, mm-hmm. the one series exactly. that I thought was going to be boring as shit was the Sixers and Heat, and Dwayne Wade just started going into, oh, into, awesome, into, like, vintage Dwayne Wade and fucking carries them to a Game 2 win. That's cool. That's cool as shit.
1: That's so fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, all, every
1: single series has been a blast so far. The Bucks series... I mean, I guess it's the first game was one of the most fun games in like playoff in the last like three years in the playoffs. It was just crazy. So, um, you want to talk about LeBron losing game one?
0: LeBron loses game mm-hmm. one. Um, it snapped like a twenty-six or some—I don't know the exact number—twenty-six game first round win streak, which is so fuck. I think last time he lost in the first <laughs> round.
1: 26, six first game first?
0: Oh no. Yeah, he hadn't lost
1: in the first round. You're right. He
0: hadn't lost a game in the first round since like 2013. It's 2018. That's we were graduating high school and last time he didn't time. have a championship.
1: The last time he lost a uh, first round game. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Think about that, Jake. Me and you were we're in we're, were graduating high school. We're going to prom. We we oh get my. out of prom. We look down. LeBron James loses his uh, his uh, first round matchup game.
1: Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely cared. Oh, God, it was
0: crazy. But going into Game 2, the the uh, Cavs are 8-point favorites. Do you think that's too much, or do you think they'll come back with a blowout?
1: I think that's too much. I mean, the Pacers are a good team. Victor Oladipo looks like a stud. Uh, I think the Cavaliers are going to have to fight, but I think they'll win because LeBron will will them to this series win. It, it, I'm not too worried about the Cavs.
0: Here's the thing. Um, I'm going to put money on the Pacers, which means the Cavs are going to win by 45 points. Ah I said, are you are even making base, any other bets in the playoffs. The Pacers I mean. might might not even score a point. Because I'm ah, <laughs> gonna shut those bitches out. I'm so bad at, at sports gambling. <laughs> it's so bad. So I fucking I uh I had the under and I had the um I had the Bucks plus uh three and a half for the okay. bucks game. So if fucking Chris Middleton doesn't make that shot, I win. <laughs> <laughs> I won both bets, and I fucking lost uh, because uh, of the overtime. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: Chris um, Middleton fucked a lot of people with that shot. God
0: damn it! So that just that that just shows my fucking gambling so far. But we we will get to my gambling when it comes to hockey because I am fucking. Right. You bet any more hockey than basketball? Yeah, yeah. All right. just, interesting gonna, choice. Interesting choice. Well, because basketball um, basketball's odds are a lot worse. Hockey odds is like. You're getting these massive money for teams that have the have the team that are just underachieving, so you're like yeah, the, right. and for hockey all like all it take you know what we'll get there we'll get there later but we'll get there we'll get there uh, we got
1: Jazz and Thunder coming up uh, I,
0: honestly that game, um, winner plays the Rockets right?
1: I believe so.
0: I really do not think the Thunder would come close to the Rockets. I don't know. I like Thunder.
1: I. I I think Russell Westbrook is insanely pumped up right now. Like, dangerously excited. Like, as, I, he was, I him saw up, him make some shots and just start flailing his arms around like yeah. like an idiot. And I was just, just like, like oh, I am terrified of that guy. Him, like, if anybody else did that, I'd be like, that guy's drunk and looks like an idiot. But he did it. And I was like, oh my God, stay out of his way, dude.
0: Him and Paul George usually step up pretty well in, in, in the playoffs. So you have those two, and then you playoff P. You need Hoodie Mello. That's that's what you need. You need Hoodie yes. Melo to come out and drop like 100. But <laughs> Can he wear a
1: hoodie under his jersey? I mean, James Jones did it for the Packers. Exactly. So.
0: so I think if he just brings up James Jones, the NBA would be like, oh, yeah. Like like Adam Silver would be like, you know what? That's a really good point. I was a huge fan of uh, James Jones. Everyone's
1: a huge fan of James Jones. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I think the Thunder, I think with Russell and PG, they could just lead them to a pretty decent playoff run.
0: I mean. Well, I mean, like, is a decent playoff run – Losing in six to the Rockets in the second round?
1: No, it's got to be taking the Warriors to six or seven.
0: Yeah, yeah but like, the only way they get to the Warriors is to like beat the Rockets. And I think yeah, no,
1: I think they could beat the Rockets. I don't think it's out, out of the question. I mean, I, I like the Rockets a lot, but I mean, okay, see, I'm telling you, Russell Westbrook and Paul George are going to go crazy. So,
0: um, So I think we haven't talked about it. We talked about it a little beforehand last week. Russell Westbrook got his 16 rebounds on the last day of the season. He averaged a triple double. He averaged a triple double for the second time in two years. And what's funny is that he might not even get in the top five MVP voting.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, when when you truly think about it, what he's done is amazing. People love to nitpick, like, oh, he's he's cherry picking stats and whatever, blah blah blah. It's he actually had a triple double.
0: He actually had a quote that was like everybody's telling me it's so easy to get rebounds. By the way, we do it. So why doesn't anyone else do it? Why am I the only one who, who like goes out there and like and like makes triple doubles look easy? And I'm like, that's a good fucking point, Russell.
1: Yeah, the only counterpoint is that your teammates allow you to. If Stephen Adams wanted to average 11 rebounds a game, I think he could, but he's okay with averaging 9 and letting Russell average 10 instead of 8. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like the he, whole thing is that he like he gets two rebounds a game.
0: The thing is, which, I think cute. I think even if Westbrook was on other teams, someone's still going to let him cuz he's so talented and so athletic that he Maybe. Could... I mean, I think Steven
1: Adams is an awesome teammate. I think on another team without an awesome teammate like Adams, he would average, you know, his 25 ten assists and then like eight rebounds, which is still absolutely incredible. But because he's got, he owns Oklahoma City, it's his city, they let him run the place. He gets average 10. But, you know, either way, he, he's going to go down in history. And I, I love Russell Westbrook. He, I love his fire.
0: Big, big Westbrook fan. He, he likes to like show up to places like he's dressed at Coachella. That's like his, <laughs> his uh, pre-game, pregame attire.
1: Yeah, did you see uh the Raptor came dressed exact uh the Toronto Raptors mascot was dressed exactly like Westbrook with no shirt and that's, like the that's jacket actually, and the That's chain. actually really funny.
0: That's, it was <laughs>
1: except they're not even playing the Raptors, so they thought that was random. They're not even in the same conference as the Raptors. So. Speaking
0: speaking of the Raptors, um Rockford native uh Fred Van Vliet up for sixth man of the year.
1: Yeah, I love that. He's awesome. Dude, I mean that's
0: so cool. He's Literally, every, like, every place he goes, everyone's like, he's not good enough to be this, and he just fucking wins, and he does well, and he wins awards. Yeah,
1: he's an absolute stud. He's been a stud his whole life, and now he's he spent four years in college, so he knows he's a really smart player. People, you know, just, he's, like, he's just like Brogdon. Him and Brogdon are very similar. They are very similar. Brogdon's a little better. I honestly do, but, I mean, that's, you know, Fred, they have the same skill sets just, and lack of athleticism. So if they, it was but they're doing it so. if
0: it was three of you and two of me against those two, five on two, do you think we win game what what are we, what are we playing to half court playing to twenty one ones and twos oh, oh, balls back after fifteen
1: okay, well, I think we lose because twenty one's a lot of, if we're playing to like eleven, I think we got it.
0: you think we're going to beat them to eleven
1: yeah, because we can like. We won't be exhausted. We gotta play to twenty one. We're gonna we're gonna die and they're gonna kill us. I mean there's only two guys. I think we can pass it around and make a few shots. I think we could win to eleven. I think but like to twenty one, we're done.
0: I was a good shooter like four years ago when we played Monday night every single week. I am I, I tried shooting a basketball at Dave and Buster's last week. I was a little drunk. Yeah. And it was Dave and Buster's. <laughs> but it was fucking so hard. <laughs>
1: I still play basketball weekly, so I I, I feel somewhat confident in so making just, some open. So you're just
0: like one one notch below Brogdon and Fred.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I think if we're outnumbering them by three people, I think we should win. You know, like, come on. But, no, um, game of 21, they'd gas us out, and we'd lose embarrassingly bad.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, we're getting at least at least 11, right? So that's yeah, like,
1: we'd lose 21 to 11. You give
0: me 21 to 11, I don't think it's embarrassing. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Malcolm and Fred, if you're listening, challenge is out there. Um, Yeah, they should play (laughs) one-on-one. Yes. Yes, we should. Um, Well, that is all we have for NBA. Should we move to the other playoffs, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? It sounds like you've been watching more basketball than than hockey. Yes, definitely. I've
1: mostly been watching scores of hockey games. But, you know, I'm getting updates, and it's been some fun
0: fun playoff games. Oh, I I have been watching – so much more hockey than basketball. Um, that's the NHL. Crazy. The NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs. You have to. You have to say the whole thing. You can't just say like <laughs> NHL postseason. The NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs on NBC. Yes. Um, <laughs> on the <laughs> Golf Channel. There's three games on the Golf Channel. It's quite, yeah, I know it's that's ridiculous. so embarrassing. <laughs> um, so they are they are so much fun. The Washington Capitals. They have been the best regular season team maybe in history but they are so bad in the playoffs. They lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets of Columbus, Ohio in Games 1 and Game 2. Uh, game 1, over, er, uh, double OT. Game 2, OT. Um, game 3, they go to double OT again, and they fucking <laughs> finally win. Can you imagine how fucking nervous Cavs fans were going into oh overtime, God, let alone double overtime?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't... They're the best. I don't understand how they—they they just do not win in the playoffs. But um, I don't know much about hockey. But their playoffs, their fans. This is like Blackhawks vintage Blackhawks playoff games.
0: Oh, it's 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 so annoying when like your team um, Blackhawks like, would go down
1: zero two in in overtime games and then have to win every single game in overtime after that. But all their overtime
0: so. games were played in like San Jose, so you had to fucking stay up to like six in the morning. <laughs> Like the birds yeah. were waking up, chirping, and they were coming into my room, watching the end of the game with me. It was a exactly. wild scene. It was a wild scene. But <laughs> the Caps are uh, are are down one two. I think if if they get to two to two, they will come back and win. But then they have to fucking face a rested um, Penguins team that is just smoking the Flyers three or, three or four games so far. Penguins are still really fucking good. I can't believe how good they are. They have played so much hockey. They got to be so <laughs> tired. The Caps are going to get their asses kicked, and it's going to be for like this. Like, like, all joking aside, I think it's like five of six years in a row that the Penguins are going to eliminate the Caps. How, <laughs> oh,
1: my God. That's got to be a deadly rivalry.
0: How, oh, it's, it's not even a rivalry because the Caps can't win.
1: Yeah, but those fans still hate
0: each other. They oh. got to hate each other. If you're a Penguins fan, you cannot hate a Caps fan.
1: <laughs> <You know laughs> yeah, what I mean? that's true. You, you just it's look like, at them as, like, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's like. It's like, how, do you hate your uh, younger brother because you just kick the shit out of him when he's, like, 8 and you're, like, 18 and it's, like, not even yeah. a contest and you know you're going to beat him and everything? Like, this kid and, sucks. Yeah. No, you don't say that. Like, like, holy shit, I can't believe this is my fucking sibling because these guys blow ass.
1: For um, the uh, incredibly uh, average or, you know, what, what what's the word I'm looking for? People who don't watch hockey very much, like myself.
0: Um, moderate fans. S- um, yeah, whatever.
1: Lukewarm fans. Uh we gotta be rooting for the Golden Knights. I mean, what a story! They've been playing their asses off. If they, uh,
0: so they, so the, okay, so that that is a great transition into my bets that I put in. Um, okay. I got the L.A. Kings and the Anaheim Ducks both at plus two thousand, which is two hundred to one odds, or t- or twenty twenty to one odds for those of you who don't know um, gambling. Twenty yes. to one odds for a team. To win three series in a row. thats Or four, I guess. One, two, three, yeah. four. That's so much... That's huge. The Ducks have all the firepower. Because the, like all you need is a, good, is a good scorer, a good defenseman, and a good goalie to all get hot. Which happens every year. Random-ass teams just fucking go off and, and make these runs. The Ducks yeah. have so much firepower. The I Kings, can see that. I just check checked their series. The Kings have <laughs> top two or three goalie in the sport of hockey. So I'm like, this is easy fucking money. Somebody's got to move on. I'm putting money on them. I'm super pumped. Everything's looking good. Series is getting ready to start. And I'm like, let's fucking make some money. The Kings are playing the Golden Knights. And I'm like, wow, this, this is getting even better. Golden Knights are just, like, you need a superstar to fucking flourish in the playoffs. Golden Knights are toast. Next, we have San Jose Sharks playing the Anaheim Ducks. San Jose Sharks made a huge run last year. They played a lot of hockey. They're getting tired. So I'm pumped. I'm like, this is going to fucking be a breeze. Fast forward to today. I'm still not fucking excited at all. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, bolt down <laughs> <laughs> three. Right the Ducks now, and the Kings so. are going to get fucking swept. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What a dumb you fucking... You said you a good chance
1: of, of... You were, like, guaranteeing yourself someone out of the uh, uh, there whatever was, side of the There's four drag.
0: series in the West and i had 3 of the 4 series represented and i was like if all 3 win i am guaranteed a spot in the conference championship basically um what's cool right. is that nobody's going to win except <laughs> i mean <laughs> i did i did put money down on the predators so we so that's that's my fallback um if the predators win i will win the money back that i put on the other the other teams so i will break out even but that's they weird. have
1: to win the Stanley Cup, though, right? Yeah, they
0: have to win the fucking Stanley Cup, <laughs> um, which the Predators have never done. Um, <laughs> so this is going really well. <laughs> so, but what's cool is that a three-zero lead has been blown twice in the, in the NHL. So
1: so they, it's, you could double that this year.
0: One at a time. Dump the puck. Puck on net. Other hockey terms that I that I've been saying like crazy lately. <laughs> um. That's that's all I got, man. That's a sad story of the NHL. I mean these series these series are not going as expected. Dude, it's I'm God, I'm so mad at myself because I was I fucking wanted to put some money on the Bruins and the Bruins are looking like they have the firepower to fucking make a run. why did I pick those two shitty teams? They're gonna get their asses kicked. They won't even score a goal in game four. Oh man. They're gonna lose like three hundred to zero. Bunch of pussy asses. Who names team, the fucking Ducks? All right. Um, other than that, Jake, what do you have on the NHL? Anything?
1: I Probably nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm saying go Golden Knights, baby. You're going all the way. Golden Knights can suck but, a fast But plastic. also Predators are like my number two team because I'm rooting for you to at least get excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, i will just be depressed about hockey if they all three lose in the first round. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, the Blackhawks didn't make it, and my three teams <laughs> that I bet on uh, lost in the first round, so that's fucking cool. <laughs> um, did you so see to what the, we say about uh, hockey. <laughs> did you see the uh, Golden Knights game one of their series, what they did pregame? No. What okay. was it? So it was the first playoff game in Vegas, so they were thinking, what can we do um, that's like total Vegas, total showmanship, right? People are saying this is cheesy. I love this move. So beginning beginning uh comes out um gotcha. l- lights go dark they have a spotlight and then this king a guy in a costume of a king comes out he's waving a LA Kings flag and everyone just starts booing him all of a sudden the golden knights mascot comes out of nowhere and and he like looks at the at the king's uh mascot and and he has a sword slams a sword on the ice they do like special effects so it looks like they're like on actual ice cracks the yeah. ice so it's like a circle around him then the uh, Golden Knight comes up and he like lights a flame in a circle around the king. And then, <laughs> and then they get an, an, like an actual sword fight. And the Golden Knight slays the king and puts his sword up. And the crowd goes nuts.
1: That's pretty badass. How I cool like, is that? <laughs> I mean, if you're in the crowd, that's awesome. I can see why people watching at home would be like, oh, that's cheesy. But if you're there, The crowd like was amazing. going
0: banana land. They were going... Yeah, exactly. So- yeah. So that's a good move. That's a Second good Second best home crowd in hockey. Nashville's number one. Nashville's crazy. Um, Absolutely. So that is talking NHL with the non-NHL expert, clearly, Colton St. Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes.
1: Uh, let's go to the – it's actually baseball season Are right now. Are you reading so.
0: that uh, Bucs update? <laughs>
1: I was reading them. We got a Bucks update. Apparently, uh, Terry, scary Terry, was talking shit to Bledsoe. I don't know what he said, but uh, apparently, Bledsoe says, "I don't even know who that is." Um, he just dropped twenty on you in two straight games, and he's a backup point guard asshole. It's
0: not a good look there, Eric.
1: <sighs> God, the Bucks are disappointing. Yeah, I got real distracted by an in- in-show update for all your- oh, you people. Like that's exciting stuff.
0: Wow, that is exactly what people listen to this for. That's I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. But we can updates <laughs> that happen a day after they listen to this. <laughs> we can uh, move on to some more disappointing stuff. The major league baseball season is getting fucked sideways by Mother Nature. Um, it's the outs. scheduling
1: committee, dude. It's the scheduling committee that's fucking it sideways. They move it up a week, um, and they schedule. First of all, the White Sox had the Tampa, are playing the Tampa Bay Rays twice this year. Once in Chicago and once in Florida, in a dome. And which one do they schedule to put in Chicago? Oh, I don't know. Let's do the one in uh, May. April. You know, or, or, or April. Yeah. Let's do the one in April I'll in Chicago. Down. That that makes sense because we don't know what weather is. We're we they probably live in Florida or like California, but here in the Midwest we have weather, assholes.
0: Oh yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, we do have weather. Yeah, tell them, Jake.
1: I mean, it's just pissing me off. Like, why are these games scheduled, like, in Chicago? And we just, so many canceled games this year. It's been, the White Sox didn't play for, like, an entire week. And it was really depressing. And now we're back and we're getting absolutely demolished right now. Yeah, by I saw, the by,
0: A's. by the A's. I saw Ronaldo Lopez was pitching yesterday, so I put some money on the Sox at plus 210, which is super high for baseball. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is actually a pretty decent bet. They lost, like, 8-0. to
1: yeah, uh, they're losing ten to zero right now. They are wearing some sick jerseys, though. And a fun fact about this game: we're losing ten nothing to the A's. But I don't blame us. It is a playoff atmosphere in there right now, and I'm not being sarcastic because they gave away free admission today and free parking. Jesus. It is full to the brim right now, that's and the so cool. crowd is going wild.
0: Holy shit, that's awesome! That's actually it a really cool. Awesome. It was
1: giving me, like, it was making me so happy. Like, good for the A's. It was like Rick, Ricky Henderson was there, and it's like the last year in the stadium or whatever. So it was Are like whatever.
0: Huh? Are they moving? I think they're getting a stadium finally. No, I don't. I didn't. I thought they were talking about getting one in like San Jose.
1: Oh, maybe. Um, but I just know that they changed the name of the stadium uh, to Ricky Henderson Field or whatever. I
0: saw that. But so
1: yeah. they're moving because they have no sponsors.
0: Wow, Oakland's losing everything.
1: Yeah. Either way, though, it's an awesome idea. And they they literally were full to the brim. Like, and that stadium has some of the worst seats you could ever have for a baseball game. Yeah. And they were full. It was it was a, really cool to see. And you know I'm actually happy they're blowing out the White Sox because their fans get to watch something. <laughs> but it's ten to two now, baby. Mancata just homered.
0: These these live updates a day later must sound so cool.
1: Yeah, well, you know, then you get a real live reaction. You know, Mancata. That's a big that's a big hit for him. He needs he needs to start hitting because I'm getting worried.
0: Well, moving from the A's, who can't draw anyone. To a different team, the Miami Marlins are drawing less than their double-A affiliate, the Jacksonville <laughs> Jumbo Shrimp. Um, the Jacksonville <laughs> yeah, Jumbo absolutely. Shrimp had, had, had their home opener the same day the Miami Marlins had a game, and the Jumbo Shrimp drew more fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, what would you rather do? Go to a Jumbo Shrimp game for 5 bucks, or go to a Marlins game for 60 bucks?
0: Here's the thing: like, Unless I'm a die-hard baseball like or like a big baseball fan, if I just casually like baseball, yeah, um, I'm going to a jumbo shrimp game for twenty dollars over a Marlins game for twenty dollars.
1: <laughs> I mean, might as well. It depends who the Marlins are playing, but I mean, it's a jumbo. You're gonna have a blast at a jumbo. Shrimp My, game.
0: Like like minor league games and like other like affiliates or baseball, like, it, like, just average, like, you know, amateur yeah, baseball. Like independent so baseball so is so veered towards the fans and it's all like you are going to have fun at this game and Major League Baseball is all veered about is all veered towards the players the players players have to be good for the fans to have fun the Marlins are bad and unless they're playing the Cubs the Red Sox the Yankees somebody or like the Nationals somebody I really want to go see in person I don't fucking care if they're playing like who's a really fucking I wasn't going to say the Reds but seeing, seeing Joey Votto is always cool if it's That's like what I'm a, saying, like, like you you can make a reason to watch
1: them play anybody, but if uh, they're playing like the Mariners or something, I don't care. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I will I will take a, and then plus a twenty dollar jumbo shrimp ticket gets you like good seats. A twenty dollar Marlins tickets getting you the corner, fucking nosebleeds at a shitty game.
1: <laughs> and so, then, exactly.
0: I'm, and so. then uh, jumbo shrimp, concessions are like half the price. That's,
1: that's the main reason why uh, uh amateur baseball is so great, because the concessions are always cheap. Beers always cheap. It, 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 amateur baseball is a shit. I can't so.
0: wait. I I can't wait till uh till other teams take on the Atlanta Falcons type concessions where everything is just like four dollar beers, be two two dollar waters. That's how it should be. How about that?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um how have the Cubs been doing?
0: Cubs are seven and eight. We lost tonight five to three against the St. Louis Cardinals, we have had three games postponed. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, we just look very mediocre. Pitching, Tyler <laughs> Chatwood yes. and Hugh Darvish and Jose Quintana are all pitching like butthole. Lester is looking a little less than he normally is, but like April Lester, this is exactly what you get. Kyle Hendricks is the exact same pitcher. I think he's like he's not he, he's not an ace, but he's the most solid consistent pitcher maybe in baseball that's not like Kershaw or Scherzer. Yeah,
1: he's just a picture of consistency, yeah. absolutely. He's gonna go but out there and like his,
0: his his ERA is always gonna be like he honestly will always flirt with like a three ERA and the only reason that it goes to like a three five or three eight is because he gave up four runs in like six six or seven straight um outings. He's never gonna have like an eight or nine run outing.
1: Yep, that's fair. Uh, like Quintana does a lot, apparently. I'm disappointed with how he's performed for the Cubs, honestly. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Q. He, he was always so good. He to was like that.
0: he was really fucking good the last last month and a half last year. So it's April. It's snowing. I like I really don't think these these numbers should count when anyone evaluates a team. These are these are just wins that you're like you're gonna have to go out there grind and steal unless you're in like San Diego or Tampa or somewhere.
1: Yep, you just got to get hot in baseball, right by the right by the playoffs. So, but you know, it, it's you're seeing what's happening, and uh, it's gonna, you know, the other NL central teams that are playing decent. The Brewers look pretty bad, but they got yellow. Everyone's getting injured for the Brewers. So, yeah, uh, I
0: mean, every, like everyone, a- everybody yeah. seems like really mediocre throughout baseball, except like the Red Sox, the Mets, the Pirates. The fucking Mets, dude. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's still early. Um, should we talk about the Cubs' huge comeback? Did you see that game? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, they Saturday. had three hits, right, and eight yeah. runs. Last Saturday, the Cubs are down 10-2 to in like the sixth inning. Uh, they score, I think, two or three more in the seventh, and then they score eight runs in the eighth uh, on three hits. There was walks, the wild pitches. Uh, and then the only big hit was a Javier Baez uh, bases-clearing double when the bases were loaded, and the double... Landed like three feet behind the pitcher's mound. It was a ground ball <laughs> double. It was, oh like, it was like the weirdest. It was hit so hard. I was that, gonna say, is Javier Baez
1: the greatest hitter ever? Because I feel like I randomly checked the Cubs box score and he always has seven RBI. He's batting so.
0: one ninety. <laughs> okay. Um, so. he has one hit this year that's not resulted in an RBI. Every other hit has been an RBI. <laughs> that's but, what
1: I'm saying. He just brings in runs.
0: Yeah. Dude. So I don't know how he did today, but. He is just—he's just getting it done with. when Three he needs for to. four with two ribbies. Look at that! Look at that! I think he's I think on he, pike, dude. He has like sixteen or eighteen RBIs already. He's—he's. He's, I, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's—it's just every time I check the box score, he seems to have the most RBI on the team. So
0: we'll just give the team time. If we're around five hundred after April. That's fucking. That's a win for me. Let's let's get 60, 70, 80 degrees. Let's let's get me out in in the bleachers to give them some mojo. As long, as long as as long as I don't gamble on them, I think they'll they'll win ten World Series in a row. Yes, uh,
1: that's totally reasonable. Did you see uh, uh,
0: Bartolo Colon almost perfect game?
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about you know the. The professional athlete Bartolo Colon, yeah, uh, is uh, forty-two, I believe, or something. And you could,
0: yeah, you could tell me he's like fifty-six, and i would probably like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's
1: probably. Um, he had a no hitter or perfect, perfect game, game into into the sixth, and I gave it up. But who cares? Because Bartolo Colon is a superhuman, and that is what we should all look strive to be.
0: Yeah, it Bart- was a um a little a little a Sunday night baseball, which I've watched every week this this year because and- they. They changed it up. It used to be um, some, I can't, I can't remember the main guy that uh, they used to have, Jessica Mendoza, and then fucking, like, Doug Glanville, and, like, <laughs> Fun. Who's, who's like, a wet blanket. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> they got rid of Glanville, got rid of the main I guy. I don't know his name.
1: I literally, I don't know who that is. I don't remember. Doug but Glanville? But uh, the you cub said legend? it, and I was like, oh, exciting.
0: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He's he's, he's, a, hes a Cub legend. He batted, like, sixth for, like, four years in the majors. He was really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They, so, they steal Alex Rodriguez and Matt Vaskurgeon from Fox. So oh, I love Matt Vaskurgeon. I love Vaskurgeon. Honestly, this crew is maybe the best crew in baseball, which blows my mind because one calendar year ago today, I think I blogged, fuck MLB baseball coverage. I was so... <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> that should uh, be a new ESPN. blog. Like, oh, God, I was so New blogger right there. I was so anti-ESPN baseball. But now, Vaskurgeon, huge fan of uh, Jessica Mendoza. A-Rod's one of the best... Like analysts, I've seen in a long time, which is crazy because I would never would have thought that because I thought he was so awkward. But he's those I three hate him too. Those three are basically like A Rod's like really fucking weird, and when he's weird, Vescurgen calls him out on it every single time. <laughs> and then Mendoza is just like super sweet, and those three just work perfectly together. And then A Rod like bullies vescurgeon because he's like five four. It's great.
1: <laughs> that, that sounds like a fun uh, little team. I'm
0: telling, I'm telling you, man. Next next Sunday night, watch ESPN.
1: I will now. It's will. Dude, It's
0: sure. it's very enjoyable. But um, yeah, Verlander was dealing, and other other big names like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout. They're doing the usual. They're being.
1: Yeah, I mean, while the White Sox haven't been able to play a game because they're in the Midwest, the rest of the MLB keeps playing. Surprisingly. Yes. And uh, did you see Harper's home run on a broken bat?
0: I did. I blogged it. That's it went four hundred and four feet. His his bat yeah. sawed in half.
1: That's insane. I like, haven't seen that's that since. Her raw power.
0: Frank Thomas did that once, and, like, his bat just cracked. And, like, it was, like, it was, like a good crack, and it didn't, like, split in half, though. Bryce yeah. Harper literally sawed, like, all he had in his hand was a knob. There was no <laughs> other part of the baseball bat, and it went 404 feet. In in my blog, I said, if you give me one aluminum bat and 100 pitches where I don't get tired, <laughs> I don't think I can hit a ball 404 feet. I, I would say that's probably rather accurate. Yeah. And and he hit one with half of a bat, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a superhuman. Uh, so is Mike Trout. Uh, I love baseball still. It's just I wish the White Sox got to enjoy it, and and the Cubs have been screwed too. I mean, these rainouts are just brutal.
0: It's brutal, but we'll get a lot of uh, doubleheaders, and doubleheaders are always fun. If you had like I don't know I was t-
1: By then I'll be tired of baseball because they'll be playing their
0: 130th game.
1: I'll be like, oh my god. Well, you'll be Wait, tired like of
0: baseball. You- I'll be very into baseball. Because yeah. yeah, after like 45 games and during a rebuild, baseball fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking <laughs> I remember I was trying to watch a full season of like Reed Johnson batting leadoff. And everyone's like, you know, he's not as bad as people think for 162 <laughs> straight games. That shit sucked ass. That's what we got going with Adam angle right now. Like, oh well, he
1: plays a real good center field. Yeah, like dude, yeah, he's he's, he's sneaky
0: fast and like if if he goes on a nice little hit streak, he might bat two seventy this year. <laughs> yeah, no, never. It'll never happen. Oh, that sucks. And like, like our ace was, was through Adam Angle. Right, our ace was Jeff Samarja, and our, our number two was Edwin Jackson. I love me
1: some Edwin Jackson. He was like one of my favorite pitchers. He threw that 171 pitch no hitter with like seven walks. Yeah, that
0: was that was laugh out loud funny. That guy's made like 80 million dollars in his career, and he's still in. He's still like on the Braves right now.
1: Dude, he's a baller. I love me some Edwin Jackson.
0: Um, final MLB note: Shohei Otani has been raking still, and he was. We should in, just
1: have a weekly Otani update. Yes, he was. Okay, he, we should get, put that in the show.
0: He was in. Kansas City at Coffin Stadium, and he was up to bat, and people and these like three girls behind him were cheering so loud for him that he turned around. He told the man like his uh, equipment manager, like whoever goes out there, he's like, "Hey, can those girls quiet?" Like, he he was on deck, and he like went to his uh, his guy from his team. He's like, "Can you go tell those girls to quiet down because I can't focus when it's that loud?" So he's such a fucking baller that he has to tell his people like, "Quiet down, I'm working," like <laughs> like like. I cheer-
1: mean, that's good that might not be a good thing though. I could see that in the playoffs people are gonna be going crazy because this story is out. Like the opposed, when he's on the road in New York or Boston
0: or this is gonna it's gonna be a brutal yeah, people are gonna be screaming. He's gonna get eaten so. alive in in Boston and uh, New York. but we'll see as of right yeah if he if he's getting shook in Kansas City, um, <laughs> well, I think it was Angels fans who were like Asian and were just in love well, with him. Yeah, them. like, I mean, he's, he's gonna get that everywhere. And I think, um, if I had to guess, I would say that this story is just getting blown out of uh, proportion and he's fine. But if, if it's not getting blown out of uh, proportion, he might not get a hit in the postseason for the rest of his life.
1: That's a good point. I think that's a hot take. You could, you could clickbait a, blo- a blog with that.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Big, big clickbait. Clickbait. Jesus, that was hard.
1: Speaking of clickbait, for a little transition here, did you see the Rogers uh, news today? That he was that apparently his, frustrated with the team. Oh, is, and then he uh, and then he immediately just for uh, reference here, it came out that a close a source close to Rodgers, in air quotes said he's very frustrated with the team that they're not consulting him on these decisions. Um. And that got, I was just looking at it on Reddit, it got like 3,000 upvotes and like 900 comments. And then Rogers has an interview later that day, because all the players were getting talked to, and he says that he's frustrated with all these reports coming out that just aren't true, and how he trusts the process, and, the, and both sides are very interested in getting a contract done. And just absolutely shot down everything. And it felt very good but that that article got like a, a hundred of votes and like 20 comments and they were all Packers
0: fans like ha you know nobody yeah. cares when when it's shot oh, down yeah. but everyone remembers nobody will remember. nobody cares about like positive news everyone cares about the negative news that he hates exactly. his team it's like Rodgers is going to the Browns
1: that's what gets clicks you oh know my
0: god that'd be so cool honestly if he goes anywhere i'll be happy <laughs> I I almost said anywhere like but the Patriots, but I've been saying like I said last week the biggest trigger is to say how many how many Super Bowls do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to win in uh, New England? And what's funny is that nobody has a f- all you have to say back to me is he's not going to New England and the conversation's over. But nobody says a word. It, it, it's it's like I mean, it's like ninety nine percent consistent that people don't say a word to me back when I say that.
1: That that's an interesting. Uh, Stat, but I mean, I don't know. I could see him leaving later in his career as long as he gives us five, six more years because that's what he'll have of prime Rogers. Maybe I, you I know? don't
0: know what I would rather have: um, Rogers stay his whole career and not win a second Super Bowl, or him leave and win like three Super Bowls.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Then what would everyone hate him for? You know, like what would all his haters do? They oh, would just. Well,
0: well, because I because like one of my hot takes since I moved up to uh, Wisconsin like three years ago was that the Packers are wasting the best football player in like la- like since like Barry Sanders.
1: That's so not a hot take, and and he's oh, not wasted. He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I hear that all the time. I, Aaron and Aaron Rodgers
0: should yeah. should retire with like four or five Super Bowls with his talent.
1: What other quarterbacks or what other player? I mean, just I know he's like might be the most talented quarterback of all time, but there's only one guy. Who's won that many Super Bowls? And it's Tom Brady. And it's not because Tom Brady. It's because of Belichick. 100%. So I'm not,
0: I think. I'm not 100, but like. Drew
1: Brees is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And he barely makes the playoffs every year.
0: You yeah, know? Like, but Drew Brees is not. He's not the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is. I think you you put Aaron Rodgers on any team right now. And that team mm-hmm. is winning nine to ten games every single season. If you put Drew Brees on. on every, like. Or even like
1: Drew Brees, you could put him on a lot of teams, and he'd he'd throw for five thousand yards because he's a beast. I'm just, I mean, it, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl, and we at least the Packers. It's funny because I compare it to the Bucks because they the Bucks also have a transcendent talent, an MVP-like player, and they are wait that is wasting Giannis. That is a waste. This year was a waste, total disgrace. The Packers have made it to the NFC Championship game, like. 3 times in the last 6 years. So, we're he's and we're just coming up just short. So, at least we're giving him a chance while Giannis is just being dragged down
0: by shitty coaching and it's driving me crazy. You can make a very good argument that Rodgers is also being dragged down by coaching. I guess I mean he,
1: every then yes, I just don't like the argument that he's being wasted because he actually gets an opportunity. In the playoffs, where yeah. we're a good that's team, that just, just shows how
0: good Aaron Rodgers is.
1: I, I see. Then that argument can never go anywhere. I mean, yes, I guess he can bring a team, but
0: my, so it, my whole my it. whole argument is that with Aaron Rodgers on this team this year, he was how many games did he play? Like three or four before he got hurt.
1: Five, and we were four and one.
0: He like that. That team was fucking clicking. The defense was playing a little better than they did without him. And mm-hmm. just like it was just like the whole—I yeah, mean, was, all the wind came out of everyone's sail, it's, and everyone—it's the whole—it's the whole aura, and that's what's so different about football is that football is a lot about aura. If you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, there's—it's just like everyone just acts different. There's like a whole different environment on the team, and that is so hard to find in this in the sport of football. With Aaron Rodgers being four and one, everyone's like he's going to run away with the uh, NFC North. Clearly, going to get to the NFC Championship game and he's going to play like Aaron Rodgers. We'll see him in the Super Bowl. They lose, and that team looked terrible. They were, like, obviously they, like, beat the Bears, but, like... <laughs> and like the Browns. Yeah, but, like, going in, like... The whole thing was going in, going, like, into those games, everyone's like, holy shit, it, like, are the Packers going to lose the Browns, or are the Packers going to lose the Bears? I'm like, it's oh, just... Oh, yeah, no,
1: we were terrible. I mean, Hundley was, I think, what... Adds to that is Hundley was also one of the worst quarterbacks, or maybe the worst, in the league. And we replaced him with the guy he was fighting with, Deshaun Kaiser. But either way, um, I don't know. I, I just think the argument, it will never be decided unless... The only way it could have ever been decided is if Hundley last year would have led us to the playoffs. But he was so bad. He would make so many passes that were so bad. And he would run around in a pocket never looking downfield and get sacked so many times. It was, it was the worst quarterback play. It, it was comparable to Mike Glennon. Like,
0: oh, yeah. We'll oh, yeah. we
1: watch Glennon. He, Hundley was just an athletic Glennon where they, they don't look downfield and they get sacked and fall over and they fumble all the time. It, like if you give, I think if you give the Packers Kirk Cousins right now, we win nine or ten games. You know, so we're not, I don't think people would, you know, by what people say about us, you'd think if we had anybody but Aaron Rodgers, we would be five and ten. You know, and I don't think that's true. So. Okay,
0: so to end the argument, if Aaron Rodgers only wins one Super Bowl, but he stays in Green Bay, goes to the NFC Championship game, goes to a few Super Bowls, loses them all, retires with one Super Bowl. Disappointing. Is that sure. is that a waste of a career? Um. Well, I don't, I mean... I don't think so, because what constitutes
1: wasting? Because I've enjoyed every single game he's ever had, and he's the most my, legendary. My he definition of wasting a career country.
0: would be the career could have been so much better if, dif- if different circumstances were what they were. So, like, if Derrick Rose didn't get hurt, if other players weren't, um... See, like Derrick Rose, on, but
1: that's not a good comparison, because Rose gave you, like, three years of excitement, and then nothing. Yeah, yeah right. Like it was if a
0: decade. my whole thing is that if the circumstances were different and like he could use his talent in like a different situation and things were different, he would win more. If Aaron Rodgers Aaron like Aaron Rodgers talent is like 3-4 Super Bowl winning talent. Yeah.
1: Um a fun yeah, I understand that, but a fun fact another argument is there's I saw this and it kind of upset me a little bit, but I I think one team in the last twenty years has won a Super Bowl with a quarterback taking more than twenty percent of the cap. Okay, so that means all the Super Bowl winners don't have a highly paid quarterback. You know, because Tom Brady takes less. Uh, all you know, you got Joe Flacco right before he wins. He wins. You know, these guys. It's very rare for a guy to to for a team to have a highly paid quarterback. And the Packers have had the one of the highest paid quarterbacks his whole career. So it's really hard to build a super stud defense with that quarterback. That's what's been proven through, you know, through this history. So I think it's, it's difficult to build a great defense. And even when you do, it's really hard to get a great quarterback in there. Because if you look at the Jaguars, I saw this was interesting. In 2019, I think their franchise is going to burn to the ground. They're $44 million over the cap that year, which is crazy. So they're going to have to cut. Everyone was like, oh, they should get a quarterback. They should sign Cousins. They're crazy because <laughs> they would have they had – they have to get rid of, like, all of their defensive talent because they can't afford any of it. So, it, you know, defense is expensive, and when you're paying a quarterback a lot, uh, it's hard to get a great defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, but – the Packers only build their defense through the draft, and they haven't drafted any like like defensive studs.
1: Oh, I agree. Ted Thompson was holding him back, and I think Rogers. One thing that he has he has been held back by people, but finally those guys are gone, and we're giving him a new new GM, a new D coordinator. We're no longer the team that only drafts. We brought in the two. We brought in more talent this offseason than the last ten years before combined with Jimmy Graham and Muhammad Wilkerson. So it's a new era in Green Bay. You know, we're not just throwing out our six-round draft picks out there.
0: Speaking of talent hitting the market, Dez Bryant is a free agent. Yes. Uh, where Where do you think Dez is going to land?
1: Uh, I don't know, maybe Baltimore because they need a wide receiver. I heard they're interested. There's been some links to the Packers, but I would not like that uh, because, first of all, he's just a slower Devontae Adams but uh, I think Des Bryant also has a quote saying, um, nah, that would be weird. There's too much history. So uh, Dude, I, don't... I don't think he's coming to Green Bank.
0: The biggest quote that I saw was that he said, man, it'd be tight as shit uh, going to New York and hanging out with with OBJ and Marshall. Did you see Marshall responded, though? No. He uh, put
1: it on, I think it was an Instagram story. He said, uh, there's no room, homie. Oh god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he said there's no room, big Dude, dog. If Des Bryant yeah. joins that locker room,
1: you no, know, you know what happens. The only way they can do it is if they had to cut Brandon Marshall. Which would be embarrassing that he tweeted there's no room and then you know, yeah, a week later that's, he's that's cut four deaths.
0: Not a good look, Brandon. Um <laughs> I've seen the Giants, I've seen Well, um the rumors are that when he had his meeting and they cut him on his way out, there was like reporters there. I'm just telling yeah. the reporters, like, I'll see y'all twice next year. So, he, yeah, he, he wants, wants to, to sign in the, in, in the division. So, that means Washington. I, there's no way Philly has cap room. They're signing everybody who's, like, un, like fucking has a pulse.
1: That would be insane if they signed that. Oh uh, fucking Dez went to the Eagles.
0: Um, and then, if not them, the Giants. So, Giants, Redskins, keep an eye out. I also saw a rumor about San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I, I could
1: see that. He seems like a he'd like it in San Fran.
0: Give Jimmy G a little uh, weapon out there, but yeah. um, I, and then you know what? Just just like like throw their hat in in the ring because they keep bringing on everyone who has a fucking diva attitude. The Rams, why not? You know? <laughs> yeah, let's
1: fuck it. You know, let's they keep just give
0: everybody who has had any rumors of locker room conflict, but
1: and, and we want to have the best Madden team in the history of time. So holy shit, that'd be fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean Jared Goff isn't probably isn't the best Madden quarterback, but I mean
0: I feel like he's like an eighty four now or something like that, eighty three. Yeah, 84. but
1: he's probably not very mobile in the pocket. I need I need a guy to be mobile.
0: Um, I I just run the ball. I can't if I throw the ball, I'm gonna throw <laughs> a pick every single fucking time. <laughs> God, I suck at Madden. Oh fuck. Um, well that is it. The NFL, the draft's coming up for the NFL, and I have. And I told myself I wasn't going to do this. I had (laughs) gone deep into a rabbit hole with Quentin Nelson. Oh, man. Who's a guard. from? He's so much...
1: He's easy to fall into a rabbit hole with.
0: Oh, I I was watching like 45 minutes straight of guard blocking videos. He's not even a tackle. (laughs) Like, he doesn't, like, get out and, like, do things. He just fucking knocks people over, like, (laughs) inside inside the line. I want Quentin Nelson on the Bears so bad. If not him, I'll take... um, What's the name? Tremaine something. Edmonds? Yeah, Yeah, Tremaine, he's yeah, years old. Yeah, he looks he looks nuts. Um, so I'm I'm curious I, to I'm see
1: for the draft. I've been I've been down like many rabbit holes because at 14 there's a, a lot more options, a
0: lot of possibilities.
1: So, but hopefully five quarterbacks go before. Um, I have mean, you heard? I, about I the, do uh,
0: think people are are going to jump at five quarterbacks, and then I think Mason Rudolph is going to get taken late in the first. I saw Adam Schefter come up with a quote. Um, he was on NFL Live on ESPN, and they had a segment called Don't Be Surprised If. And everyone's like, don't be surprised if Josh Allen goes number one. Don't be surprised if Saquon Barkley goes number one. Don't be surprised if that. And then fucking Adam Schefter comes up. He's like, don't be surprised if the Browns draft Josh Allen at one and Josh Rosen at four. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Adam Schefter, you dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking
2: jackass.
1: You dumb, that would be stupid the dumb nerd. There's no way they would do that. I would. There would be riots. Can you
0: imagine, Jesus Christ! Um, the are in such
1: an amazing spot right now to get a quarterback and Saquon Barkley, and then to, and then they have
0: three second-round picks, so they can just fucking build. Um, yeah, we will have should. we will oh. have our uh, draft expert quotes. We're doing some air quotes here. <laughs> Self-proclaimed draft expert Stephen Nelson from Bleacher Report, come back on next week. He'll he'll t- he'll teach us everything we need to know about the draft going up. The yeah, week I got, oh, got a, a
1: lot of time. names I want to ask him about, so. uh it should be
0: fun. It should be fun. Um, that's that's all we got for the uh, pussy sports. Now we're on to the major sports. Golf happened again this week.
1: Did it? I, I, I didn't see. It. Nobody I, I, cares
0: I, I, about the RBC Heritage. Um, it's at a really cool course, Hilton Head, South Carolina. And here's the thing. Here's a here's like the most golf move in the world. So great Sunday for the Masters. All these big names going after each other. People are going crazy low. Right? Gotcha. The week after, nobody usually cares about this tournament. It's in South Carolina, kind of sucks. Um, and what happened was Sunday comes. Are you even listening? Yes, i <laughs> Sunday comes comes running along, and yes. there's there's supposed to be rain in in South Carolina, so they okay. move the tee times up like five six hours, and then they just don't pick up the fucking coverage until one o'clock but then they start at the at like hole one. Okay. So, so. <laughs> so, so like I'm like looking at my phone and there's all these names that are like on hole 13, hole 14. And I'm just like, why the fuck am I like, why is everyone on like hole? Like a uh, number one still. And then I get the uh, tweet. They are restarting the coverage. How stupid is that?
1: <laughs> So they had no plan. They totally panicked and blew it.
0: That's the dumbest thing in the world. And then, on top of all that, there was a playoff going on. Don't <laughs> <like>. <laughs> so there was like a three-hole fucking playoff between Satoshi Kodara and Siwoo Kim, two of the uh, staples of the game of golf.
1: Of course. Just memorable names, household names.
0: But like, how do you expect to grow these two names if you don't fucking show them in the playoff? They went through a three, three-hole playoff. And what's his name Kodara Kodiara made like a 35 foot putt to win the whole tournament
1: that and nobody saw it nobody
0: saw it until like five hours after oh my god that is the biggest ball drop <laughs> you cannot have a bigger drop off in ratings than like that past master sunday and then this stupid ass tape delayed <laughs> fucking rbc heritage pussy ass shit
1: that's pretty funny
0: god i was so so mad and then Patrick fucking Reed keeps wearing the green jacket to all, like every single basketball game that's ever existed.
1: God, I hate Patrick Reed. He has
0: a pussy. So that's that's your weekly golf update, and my rant. So good. It it, it
1: really does help me keep up with golf. Like I feel like I know something after you tell me yeah. exactly what exactly
0: happens. You want to know something that's cool? Is that I I don't think it's next week. So or I think it's the week after that. So there is the. Um, Valero, Texas Open coming up. Yeah. And then, fuck, the Valspar, I don't know. It's not it's, it's, it's not the Valspar, but there's a different tournament coming up in two weeks. And it is a team event. How cool is that? Ooh. So, like, how are they
1: making the teams, though? It's
0: They, like, assign, or they pick the teams. I don't know how they, like, do the actual teams, but it's, like, a two-team event. And, like, they have different, like, events during the week, and it's fucking really cool. And then this oh. year... In like a very desperate attempt to make it really, really cool, they added <laughs> walk-up music. Oh,
1: how fun is that?
0: Do you know how lame that's gonna be? <laughs> yes, it's gonna be incredibly lame. for We're gonna golf. have fucking like Justin Thomas, who's like five six, like one ten, walking up to like Kanye or like Future, and <laughs> it just look like the biggest pussy of all time.
1: That's hilarious that's gonna be hilarious there's gonna be some great clips though you know it's
0: gonna look so awkward like there has to be a rule that you cannot because there's gonna be like a really old
1: like 10 years
0: there's gonna be like a super old like like black guy or not a black guy like a super old like 75 year old white guy announcing everything and then he's like (laughs) and then with like future yeah with like like complete like fucking music that he has no idea like even exists <laughs> it's gonna it's be hilarious Honestly, the I'm, I'm
1: pumped, dude i'm pumped you can tell me how terrible it's gonna be i know it is but i'm gonna love it because we're gonna hear that guy talk about and oh and that's it's gonna be as hilarious as that um imagine dragons quote oh,
0: I, oh my god that imagine dragons quote. i can't believe that. i still can't believe that happened Jesus christ um hey,
1: golf history imagine oh, dragons what are you is a doing? part of- there's Three. so
0: many fucking easy ways to grow the game of golf. these stupid bunch of old farts. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's your uh, golf for the future. I'm very, I'm actually very excited about the um, um, team event coming up. But yeah. that's, that's that'll be fun. Is uh, Tiger in it? I doubt it. Tiger's Tiger's taking a little break. He he went really hard before the Masters, and he's old as balls. So. He's taking a little break, but he did officially qualify and register for the U.S. Open, so he's coming, baby. Just get ready. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, I believe in him. Just get ready. God. Is that okay. all we got for sports, though? That is the official sport talk. We'll move on. Pop culture, movies, TVs. The part we
1: know you guys wanted to hear. You know, we know you all skipped through all the sports to get to the movies, Park. Um, we talked about it last week. Uh, a Quiet Place. We, we were we
0: were given high reviews, and we've both seen it now. Yeah, me, so. and, me and Jake both went out and saw it. Um, guys, A Quiet Place is fucking awesome. It is it's such weird. a good movie. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, uh, Johnny Krasinski uh, basically wrote it, directed it, and as a lead actor, absolutely crushed yeah. it. He I mean, uh,
0: edited he it. He was the uh sound bar guy. He like bought all the snacks. He was it was his movie.
1: Yeah, he did everything. Um and he you know, after this, he's up there with like he's he's nearing Chris Pratt levels of awesomeness in my mind. I mean, this is this is a real big showing. I mean, I I basically only know him from the office and he just comes out and makes an amazing horror movie. What the hell is that about? You can't just yeah. do that.
0: Well, not horror, suspense.
1: Thriller. Yeah, it wasn't it, – well, we just say that because it was scary at times, but it's just not – it doesn't jump scare you and it doesn't have a ghost in it.
0: Oh, it jump scares you. You will have oh, three true. or more. Oh, that's, <laughs> Okay, that's true. so there's a point where a character steps on a nail. I don't think I've cringed Dude. harder in my life.
1: Well, they showed the nail getting, it's not spoilers, they show the nail getting, like, ripped up, and you're like, oh my god, that's gonna go into somebody's foot, and you know what's gonna happen, and it gave me so much fucking anxiety every the, time someone was even the near the The character
0: was, like, slowly walking down the stairs where oh, the nail was, god. And, you're, and, like, my butthole was so clenched.
1: Dude, yeah, my stomach turned, flipped over, like, three oh. times. It was awful. There awful. Is,
0: so, if if you're gonna go watch it i'm not gonna spoil anything but there is a time where i turn and i said i kind of fucking hope that character dies the words couldn't come out of my mouth faster because the fucking character gets wiped off and then the guy if you don't know
1: it's about a family that can't make noise because there are monsters that'll come and kill you I mean, that's the trailers we can tell you that yeah and i'm also going to tell you that they show you the monsters like yeah. up close, which right. I, I love scary movie or like monster movies, whatever, it that looks, show you it the looks mod. a
0: lot like a, like a Demogorgon from um, Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> yes. It, it, I mean, it was really cool looking. I love all the design they did with it. So, uh, but yeah, so it didn't I, look corny at all.
0: So like, so, like, something happens. I turn and I'm like, I kind of fucking hope that character dies. And then the character fucking dies, like, right after I say that. And then this guy in front of me is like, hope you're happy asshole like i fucking jinxed the character dying and i'm i'm just like what the fuck is this guy's problem and then <laughs> and then what's funny is that he kept like jumping at like parts that weren't scary like it was because because the movie has like equal parts where it builds up and it scares you but then it also does the thing where it builds up and doesn't do anything and moves on and there was tw- there's two times in a row that it would build up build up build up and then it wouldn't make a noise it would just change frames really fast and this guy jumped so then, after, so it happened, like, two times in, like, ten seconds. So I, like, leaned down, and I was like, hey, man, little jumpy. He's like, fuck off. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, are you going to fucking fight me? I hated you. <laughs> that guy was a piece of shit. He was an asshole. Um,
1: well, but... I mean, that movie, like, your friend told you they didn't want to eat their popcorn. I I told my girlfriend that we're not going to want to eat the popcorn. She still gets, like, a medium, which is basically the ginormous bag of popcorn. Yeah, that's, like, $75. With up top maybe an inch probably, an inch off the top, cannot eat it through the entire movie because there is so little sound in no, this movie.
0: I think like 85% of the way through, you hear your first actual words.
1: Yeah, it was brutal. Like, ugh.
0: So great movie, highly That's recommend
1: suspenseful, it. suspenseful, gets your butthole real tight.
0: Real, oh, my butthole was so tight. <laughs> in my, that movie. my glutes were so sore in the morning um, <laughs> just from watching the movie. Seriously, yeah, I feel you there. Great movie. I, I did see that he had another movie in the works that somebody picked up. So John nice. John Krasinski is on the scene. He's ready on, to be on the prowl. So more, more John Krasinski, more Jordan Peele. He was
1: almost uh, Captain America. Did you know that? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, way before he did this. So you would have seen him straight from the office into being Captain America. He was one of the final cast. And same with Star-Lord, I believe. And Chris Pratt beat him out. And I always thought, like, that's dumb. John Krasinski would be terrible. After this, I absolutely want him to be a superhero. I want him to be in every movie ever.
0: Well, the thing is, if, it's, if, it's, if he had a gap like, like he has right now, from The Office until right now, I think, he yeah. gets, I think he gets one of those two parts. But those two parts came out right after The Office ended. And exactly. And everyone, everyone is so fresh off Jim that um, he had no chance of being taken serious.
1: But after doing this, he'll absolutely be taken seriously in everything because he was was great in it. Also, the kid actors, another – I don't know what's up with movies lately. It's probably that they just don't let the kids talk that much. But kid actors have been kicking ass Well, I mean like
0: even in like Netflix shows, everything sucks and uh, Stranger Things, kid actors are just really fucking good now. I think they know where to find them and I think they know what to look for.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking like that movie Logan with – I don't know if you've seen that one. I haven't seen Logan. Oh, that's a good one, and the kid actor is amazing, but she doesn't talk very much, so I was just mostly thinking of that. Logan's a great movie, though.
0: I've heard, yeah. People were telling me that was like their favorite movie of uh, 2017. Yeah, it
1: was dramatic and sad and depressing. <laughs> if you've seen the other X-Men movies at all...
0: I haven't seen it, a single one. None of them? <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not a big superhero guy unless it's the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, yeah, that's a great... Oh, well, my God. Yeah. You tell me That's
1: one of the best movies of all time. If you
0: tell me The Dark Knight has one bad scene, I probably won't be your friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, the Dark Knight does not have a single bad scene. They might, it might have some scenes that are like okay, and like you move on, but like you're not walking away from a single scene of that movie, and like that. No, and ninety percent of
1: them are amazing fucking, yeah, that like are memorable. And every time you see them, you go, oh, remember this
0: scene? Yeah. Like, the time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this I, scene's great. I watched it like two months ago, and I was like with somebody talking to him. And every time yeah. they talked, like we'd have a conversation and then like, it would, it would change the scene and be like, all right, all right, wait, 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 this is a great scene. All right, all right, wait, 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 I have to hear this. This is a great scene. And like, we and like, we were both saying it and I'm just like, holy fuck. And you're not even like on, she wasn't even like on the same level of like dark Knight love as me. I'm yeah. a huge dark Knight lover. Oh, I, I obsessed. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, like I really fucking love this movie. And if there's not one single bad scene, I'm like, we'll spread the word please.
1: Yeah, let's. Uh, we should. We really need to get that movie out there. It does not have enough. Nobody uh, talks about it
0: that much. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, there was a new season of New Girl put on Netflix. Season seven. I'm rewatching season six. Going to season seven. Big time for your boy Colton over here. Ah. Uh-huh. I finished a series of unfortunate events. Season three or season two. Season three is going to conclude the series. Big fan of the books. I only read three book series growing up. Um, the Jackie and Me's, like we talked about, or whatever yep. they're called, Treehouse, Medi- or, uh, uh, Hunger Games, and then a series of unfortunate events. So hopefully the series answers questions that, that the books didn't. <laughs>
1: I'm guessing they won't because they've been so close Holy to the books.
0: Fuck, dude, I'm gonna get so frustrated the <laughs> yeah, the-
1: I I I stop myself from watching it because I would just end every episode so frustrated, like God, nothing you, good dude, happened
0: dude. Oh my God, I don't know if you if you read the ending. The last book is actually you, called "The you End." Told, told me it last time. Oh my God, that fucking. Don't get ending. any of their money. What?
1: They don't get any of their money,
0: right? Well, nobody knows. Like nobody knows if they're alive. Yeah. How annoying is that to end a fucking thirteen book series? <laughs> fucking lemony snake, you pussy ass. You fucking evil dickhead. You son of a bitch. Oh. Um, what else have you been watching lately? That's that's been about it. Um, I'm I'm starting to rewatch Game of Thrones. Fun. So, fun. um, the girl I'm watching it with, she uh, was in love with. Wait, I mean, spoiler alert for those of you who aren't. Game of Thrones fans, we've spoiled Game of Thrones so many times <laughs> on the show. Yeah, we have. So, if if, if you are gonna listen to Game of Thrones, just end it now. <laughs> if all right, there is your time. She was a huge fan of uh, Ned Stark. Whole first season, she's texting me. She's like, "I love Ned. I am sexually attracted to Ned. I can't wait to see Ned grow as a character." Thank God I didn't watch a single season one episode with her. Oh my <laughs> God, I would have. So she texted me after episode nine. Was like, "I I just cried for twenty five straight minutes. I can't believe I can't <laughs> believe Ned just died." So now we're watching season two, and she's, like, going through all these characters, and um, her next big crush is Rob Stark, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Hey. Every <laughs> Well, the just... show sets you up for that shit. It's just like... So there's so many big characters that you can root for that are still alive, you dummy.
1: <laughs> How did you not know they're gonna die?
0: God, and, like, she asked me questions, like, I can't answer them. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean it was brutal. I was watching it with my dad, and it was like I can't tell you anything. It's I just can't tell you.
0: Honestly, there's been three questions where I answered incorrectly to throw her off.
1: Yeah, that's smart. You got to do that sometimes.
0: She was like asking me about like, hey, what happens to this guy? And then there's and then there was like a huge twist, and I was like, oh, he dies. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, No, I'm just kidding. He actually like saves this person, and then and and then uh, goes to uh, Winterfell. And then she asked him about the other person. She's like what happens to this person? I was like, oh, he saves this person and then goes to a Winterfell. She's like, does everyone, <laughs> everyone, does everyone go to Winterfell? She's like, yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You just throw them off every time. Um, have you seen the uh, TV series Sherlock? No, but everyone is telling me I should because I'm a, I'm a huge Benedict guy.
1: Damn it, dude. It is so, it, it okay. it is four seasons, three episodes a season, and each episode is an hour and a half long movie. And they are some of the best movies Like, literally, that's 12 movies. And I'd say those 12, I'd say at least 10 of them are in my top 50 movies of all time. They are so good. Not bad. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Martin Freeman, just unbelievable. So much better than the American uh, Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr., which is a good movie. But these are just so much better.
0: Would you rather watch Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch or Sherlock Gnomes? Ooh, I mean, definitely Sherlock would have been in a but I do love Sherlock Gnomes. I almost, so, I almost went on a date that we missed all the show times that we thought. Like, we, <laughs> we looked at the wrong showtimes, and the, <laughs> we got to the theater, we're there, and we're like, alright, so what's actually playing? And the only fucking movie was Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, are you serious? Like, there's no other fucking movie that's playing. Not a single it was, movie. it was literally, like, last week with, um, the, um, uh, Quiet Place and and I'm like well like when did Quiet Place start and he's like I don't know like 15 minutes ago I was like oh okay here two for Quiet Place and he's like are like you're gonna be late I was like are you new have you never been to a movie before it's like 27 <laughs> minutes of fucking trailers you moron exactly
1: like you gotta show up 15 minutes like. so I
0: like I walked in and I and we still saw like six trailers so <laughs> the guy up front fuck you guy you moron you don't know what you're doing learn learn how to
1: movies dude
0: oh god um. Other than that, I, uh, for music, you know, we don't want really to talk music, but I've been listening to two songs and it's not, <laughs> it's a really super weird combo. Yeah. what a, so what a, I listen to podcasts like 95% of the time, but whenever I, I listen to music, I listen to like one or two songs and now I'm listening to Last Song by All American Rejects. Interesting. Interesting. Which has been creeping up my All American Rejects list since I was like. Twelve years old, song is yeah. amazing, and I think it might have taken place as my number one All American Reject song for those of wow. you who are keeping score at home. And then, <laughs> and then obviously to complement that on my two song loop, I have the new Drake song. Oh, what? Well, uh, what is it uh, called? Uh, nice Gas for what? Claire? You haven't for heard what? "Nice for What"? No, I have. I just didn't know which one you meant. Oh, yeah. Like, no, they're they're all nice for what? As you can tell, yeah. me and me and Jake talk about music like this all the time, but.
1: Yeah, we're big music heads, but, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love everything Drake puts out. I uh, he's one of the artists I actually follow. Like whenever he puts stuff out, is, I I'm, get...
0: I'm not a giant Drake guy, and I heard this and I was like, "Fuck, that's really good." I think if if there wasn't that like little sample of the of the girl singing in the uh, background, I'm just like, "This is another fucking regular ass Drake song."
1: Yeah, true. But I love regular ass Drake songs. So,
0: well, that. I think concludes episode 22. Thank you for sticking around until the end. Go to audible com slash live and five. Go to iTunes subscribe rate review. Go to 12 on sports radio. Thank you for listening on 12 on sports radio. Go to uh, 12 on sports radio shop. Get our merch, um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at backup QB blog. We-, we added a new blogger, which is actually our new podcast host. Ooh,
2: hoo, hoo,
0: hoo. Um, A little insight into him yes um anything else Jake? Uh, that's all I got. all right final thought go
1: final thought um I sure hope I get to watch some White Sox baseball because the bucks are make me want to vomit.
0: okay okay Cool. What's well, your my, final thought? My, my final thought is um wow, I got nothing man. I got nothing. Yeah. Final thoughts are tough. <laughs> we still haven't seen Paddington 2, so I'm, I'm going to try and dedicate myself this weekend to, to watching Paddington 2. I'm still, <laughs> I'm broke. I'm going to Australia in like six weeks, so I'm going to start saving money right now. Yeah, that's smart. So that's gonna I'm going to stay smart. in and watch Paddington every weekend until I go. I don't see you, is, is that not what you do already? I've, dude, I've seen Paddington 1 like seven times. It's so good. <laughs> and, like, I did not think I was going to... I can't tell you the last time I saw a movie this many times, but Paddington fucking 2... <laughs> Every man, time. I mean, it's just so adorable. So adorable. It's it just so more adorable. I, I'm so excited for Paddington like, I have a website, and I have the stream, and I've looked at the stream, and it's a good stream. It's <laughs> smooth. It's like 720, and it's a good fucking place to see Paddington 2, and yet I always go to Paddington 1. <sighs> Don't, well, don't do that know, to me hopefully by next week we get a uh, we get a Paddington 2 review oh my god okay well fingers crossed Paddington 2 peace love love you guys um, please keep it 100 for me and for Jake goodbye 100%
1: goodbye everybody
2: 800?